who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to, I think, episode 55 of Fireteam Chat. You may notice there's a different voice. We have some special guests, but there's been tons of announcements this week. You're seeing right now, if you're watching, Crimson Doubles. Looks exciting. We'll get to that in a second. But first, introductions. I am here with none other than my name is Bife. What's up, man? Hey, Fran. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you for being on the show. If you guys notice, it's looking this way. He's, uh, he's off to our right, um, but here for you. So actually, we should look there. Yeah, we'll look it's this confusing. Way. In any event, this so, is CJ. This yeah, you don't have to look anywhere but the camera, Bife. <laughs> I am here also with CJ, the video guy, Gibson, underscores in that name if you're trying to find him. What's up, CJ? How much? Oh, the coin charter. You could also yeah. introduce me that way. The That's what? Different. The coin charter. Oh, the man, I told the story about charter. passage coins. This is the guy. He shredded like 75 of them. Big player, uh, now a famous IGN producer. He's been dying to get on the show. He's played... Like twelve hundred hours of trials. Uh, yes. not just trials. <laughs> not yet. Destiny. It's coming. It wouldn't it's surprise coming. me if it's just his trials. It's right. coming. Okay, so let's get back to Crimson Doubles. Okay, uh, doing a cool thing on the show this week. I've got my PlayStation piped in. We're going to be playing a little bit of Trials later. James, sorry, Bife. You're, uh, you <laughs> read the news. Man. Whatever. <laughs> no, I, I want to call you Bife because I know your real name now. Um, okay, so Crimson Doubles. Big news. Finally, big news in the sense we know what it's about so what you're seeing on the screen is a little more of it looks like shaders um and obviously what the tower is going to look like and some of the uh, insignia stuff so launches on february 9th and it ends on february 16th it says a reminder 2v2 elimination mode now the interesting new part win five rounds against the opposing team to secure a victory sounds familiar right mm -hmm. yeah um so let's talk a little bit about what was announced. Um, James, I'm sure you saw uh, by the broken heart buff. Can you explain oh, yeah. this a little bit? What, what do you think of it? So basically, it's kind of an equalization mechanic. When you've got three people in Trials of Azaris, and let's face it, this is basically a two-person Trials of Azaris, it's kind of a little bit easier if you lose one player for two people to go off against three. But if it's one on two, it's way, way trickier to manage, right? So the broken heart buff is basically a balancing mechanic. 
And what it's going to do is it's going to give you a bonus in recovery. So your shields are going to regenerate faster and the delay between regenerations is going to be shorter as well. And it's also going to improve your handling. So that's things like how quickly you can aim and swap your weapons. And it's going to give you that kind of little edge maybe that will give a better player the ability to sort of win back the match. Yeah, and so I'm very interested to see, right? They describe it as, put more simply, right? You'll be faster on the draw and much quicker to recover. And um, the senior designer, uh, Leif, had said, when your teammate dies, you become enraged with the broken heart buff. You will find, when you find yourself alone in the fight, you gain maximum ratings for armor, agility, recovery, and weapon handling speed. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting effect. I, I don't use hunters. Like, is that what Golden Gun feels like yeah i mean in general there's certain abilities that allow you to do that but yeah uh, those boots and stuff but where do i cast the the oversoul i hear the word enrage and i get excited <laughs> it's like ah. yeah if... uh but yeah no it seems pretty cool i mean hunters typically are the fastest mm -hmm. you know one with their agility and stuff so if you're not a hunter you know it's definitely yeah. probably a little bit of experience so before we get into maybe what we think of how that's going to affect gameplay like you were getting at bife um we should also mention some of the the other important stuff that comes along with this there are rewards. Candy's back. Gear. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, no raisins. <laughs> but it uh, looks like you'll be able to get some Valentine hearts. I'm hoping that they say stuff um, and are not just the insignia, but there's, like, little messages on them uh, randomly. That would be fun. Uh, I doubt that the texture designers wanted to go through that much work, but we'll see. You, it looks like know. you can get your, yourself a nice pink ghost. Um, the other one looks just, like, brown. Um, chocolate, a little chocolatey ghost. Thing. Oh, it's a chocolate. Yeah. Man, come mm -hmm. on. How did I miss that? Come on. It's the it's chocolate <laughs> ghost. But some cool new shaders potentially. Um, haven't really seen them in action yet, but I'm ex I love shaders, so I'm all about mm. getting that reward. Um, and they have this thing over here they call uh, Crimson Connect that we're looking at. When a guardian consumes a crimson candy, they share a crimson connection with all the other members in their current fire fire team that boosts experience gain on all equipped weapons for 30 minutes. How sweet. Yeah, I have no use for that for the most part. Do you guys? <laughs> yeah. No. At this point, capped out. It's probably just for the new players. Well, yeah. actually, I take that. Uh, no, it's weapons yeah. only. I was going to yeah. say, if it was like all equipment, maybe mm -hmm. like a yeah. ghost that you've just gotten could get it. But yeah, I don't know. This is kind of just for the new players. That's a good really. point. The, the ghosts are on the weapon side. Does it touch that? I don't know. Um, mm, that's like that point, man. Yeah. But uh, really nice part about this, actually. 320 ghosts will drop. Okay. <sighs> Did you guys get your 320 ghosts yet? No. Yes. I, I am someone who is hated almost universally by his fire team. First time I did King's Fall Hard, I got a 320 uh, ghost. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. It was those. nice talking yeah. to you. Click. You're out. 319. I'm, out. I'm 319. So it's like they're just yeah. toying with me. Just that's pretty to good. Going, I've, so. I've had, that's the sad part. I've had a 315, I think, since my first hard raid. So anyway, much like you saw with SRL. SRL. Uh, much, much like you saw with that. We, uh, can get a 320 drop. So that is an exciting part of this, I think. I mean, I'm sure you guys agree, right? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I wish I would have had a, uh, a a lesser ghost, maybe. I'd be more excited. 319. Okay, well, you know, yeah. nice to have that saying. problem. I'm dying to get one, so <laughs> All right. I have a that's, heck of a reason. I still never got a 320 helmet, yeah. actually, so... Um, Oh, I'm in that boat too. Every single yeah. hard mode challenge is just weapons, yeah. weapons, weapons. What's no your, armor at all. What's your highest level uh, helmet for you two? For me, it's 318 uh, on my Warlock. Oh, okay. I'm just sitting here, just 
you know, stuck permanently forever for 318. <laughs> Till SRL comes back, probably. Yeah, <laughs> or you get true. that drop. Um, well, I'm, I'm 318 total light, but yeah, highest helmet's 315. Yeah. And I actually got that as a uh, silver tier trials drop. Oh, that's pretty good so, trials drop. Yeah, you know, rare. Mm, you didn't I, get that Water just... Star 302. <laughs> oh, I've gotten that Water Star 302. <laughs> like 10 of them. I shared those per day. So Okay, so something else cool that is very interesting and always a fun topic is the Eververse is getting restocked. So... <laughs> Yeah, what they're saying here, right? Tess Everest is back, and they said you can get down with new awkward and strange dances. It's giving a secret greeting or a fist bump to your Crimson Doubles partner um, or charm potential new friends in the tower. And they have at the bottom like five emotes. Now, we don't know if that's all of them. We don't know if it's, you know, a fraction. But, Bife, you notice something interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I'd, I'd say it would be unfair to call it just me, like... Half the internet yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> the Titan in the picture that's dancing, there is no pose yeah. anywhere near as awkward as that on the internet except, except for, for Drake's hotline boy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we, so, yeah. so what I love about it, we talked about it. Yeah. We were like, of course, everybody talked about it. It's, not, again, not a unique idea, but I would love it if it's that. I mean, it's got to be. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about that one. 100%. Um, I'm almost more excited about the fist bump thing, though. So, I don't know. Fist bumping's fun stuff. And uh, we haven't quite figured out the other ones. One is sort of like, uh, I don't know if it's like, come on, give me a hug. Like, come here. I, I don't really know. Um, and what do you think this last one is? Uh, the red one? The blue one? It looks like it's like, uh, you know, it's like the one with the hands, like right over the shoulder. Maybe. Yeah, the blue one. I, I'm not going to imitate emotes on stream. I'm not ready to make it. Oh, maybe, maybe it's one of those, like, uh, it's one of those cheering. Yeah. It's, okay. a, it's a fake mm. subtle cheer. Mm. That's what I'm going with. Just a cheer. Yeah. Maybe. Because yeah. it's not like as lovey-dovey as yeah, some of Just like a humorous like, oh, cheer. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it could be a Valentine's Day, yeah. Aw. Maybe. Maybe. Like an aw. That's interesting. Well, um, let's get back to the important part of hand. And by the way, uh, quick apologies to PvE players. I've, I've gotten a lot of feedback from everyone, obviously. And like, hey, when are you guys going to talk about PvE? But a lot of the updates, right? SRL, uh, Trials, oh, yeah. Iron Banner. It's unfortunate there's not a ton to talk about right now, but we we hear you, right? Um, so, Bife, what do you think really of the balance here? Are you worried? Are you excited? Not interested? Where are you at with this? Uh, leaning on the side of not as interested as I could be. I was really hoping for some more PvE-related stuff when it yeah. came to this, but you know what? It's something. If I need another... I kind of do need another couple of 320 Ghost Shells right? for my That's other characters. It could... like. I could use it, right? And I want to go ahead and experience it just because it's something new to do in Destiny. So I'll try it out for sure. Okay. Um, as for how the mechanics balance out, I don't, I don't think it's going to be ridiculously overpowered, right? Because 2 on 1, even when the player has max agility, armor, and recovery, it's still very much stacked in the favor of the two players. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I really don't see this being a huge advantage for anybody unless it's somebody who's a little bit more skilled than their partner and just generally is maybe the most skilled player in the match. So I don't know, if you've got one of those really fantastic Sherpas that just brings people to the lighthouse every week and they get it whilst they're trying to carry somebody through Crimson Doubles, then sure, you know, maybe they'll get the round one. Yep. Uh, CJ, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to say because agility sometimes plays a big part when you're tracking people in Crucible when you're playing them one-on-one. -on -one. So I think that's the piece of the puzzle, like um, multi-tool, when you have that weapon and people are just strafing a little quicker or moving faster. It might be one of those things that's just a, a difference maker. So it's hard to say 1v2 might actually be 
maybe more advantageous in a way in certain situations. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard to mm-hmm. tell. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I'm not. I don't know. Like in 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 their own ways, all the modes seem kind of imbalanced, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's always something. You know, you're either getting team shot over the rift, you're getting team shot in the hallway in trials, or or sniped, you know, or sniped. Yeah, or sniped. well, that's yeah. what I mean, like <laughs> sniped yeah. team shots. But um, I guess my point is, there's always something. I'm a sucker for like cool particle effects and visuals, and you know, you look at this like this enraged, like uh, your mm. partner is dead. Um, so I'm kind of excited to like just like flame up like that and like be in this mode where you're like rushing around with that effect. So you know what I just realized? Yeah. Do you reckon that with max armor, Sunbreakers could survive the sniper shot again? Because it's not technically the same thing. It's damage reduction. But do you reckon that it would give them enough health to survive the one-hit kill sniper rifle headshots? Wait, the sun... Sunbreaker Titans, man. Oh, that this would. Yeah. Yeah, do you reckon? I, I'm honestly not sure I'm asking, but... Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, you can like, get away from them now anyway. It's true, but... Oh, I, mean, I see what you're saying, how, that it's going to buff think them. Think about how crazy mm-hmm. broken that would be. You're saying if it buffs the Sunbreaker itself. Yeah, if it, oh, if it takes I don't think it will. that armor. I don't know. Oh, it good, is, good point. It is separate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I have a feeling that you're super if you use it while in this mode. Great point. Yeah. Will probably not interfere with each other, right? Well, it's like Riff when you when you that'd be crazy. Spark and you, you can't use your super. Yeah, so it's got to be maybe something like that where there's a limitation of it. But no, that would yeah. seem to yeah it'd be interesting to see how that plays out actually. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. But I, I, quite honestly, I'm excited for the mode. Um, but there's this downside of like then I'm just playing with like one person. But that, you know, like meaning you're not playing with six of your team that you're so used to developing. I mean, you can switch partners and get around. You know. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Of, are you worried that it's like more limited that you can only play with one person? I think it's uh. I think it's awesome because when you go in with two v two, you're waiting for that moment. Do you know what I mean? It's it's different when you're playing six v six. If you're going in two v two, and somebody goes down, you're expecting that moment. I mean, those moments sometimes are the awesome moments where you're like, okay, I got it. And mentally, you feel that way in trials mm-hmm. and in you know six not so much in sixty six, but in trials. And those moments really do make the games. And even your teammates watching you in that mode. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been that oh, guy, yeah. and I've been you know on the receiving end where you watch people and you're like, how on earth did that guy just take? Yeah, one v three and make it a, the best yeah, play I've ever exciting. seen. So I think a lot, a lot of excitement from that mm-hmm. standpoint. So, but if, what about you? If you had to review without having played it yet, this mode based on what you know, <laughs> give us your review. Uh, again, slightly disappointed because it's not PVE stuff. But I mean, you're completely correct when you guys say that it's one of those sort of game modes that could create those epic moments. I mean, I've had moments where I've clutched it and killed three dudes on a trials ticket. Mm-hmm. so that we can get one of our winning games. I've had those crazy times when a friend of mine, despite all odds and having no health, has come back and just scored crazy collateral headshots or something like that so that they can win the round. You know, the moments like that are fantastic to have. Whether this is going to be good enough, I don't know, because in a certain sense, it is kind of just like trials, but over the week and with one less person. And it's going to be a different experience for sure because mm-hmm. of that, but... I don't know. I, yeah. I, genuinely, I can't. I can't make a review like this until yeah. I play it. So yeah. I'm gonna go and jump in and see what happens. That's fair, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think they know either. Like something in here could be broken, even right. Like mm. you know, like Sunbreaker, they didn't anticipate. And like I'm thinking, I play with some people who are exceptionally good versus me, and like. Well, I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to die so you can go wreck shop because, like, you can blink your way in there and just kill people for me, 
you know, like if you're playing with someone like Luminosity or something like that, like, oh, yeah. is, is that going to basically be like his teammate will just let him go and he'll just carry everyone through? Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I think maybe it's designed that way. If you want to take that risk, cool. But I'm sure, like you said before, Bife, that uh, 2v1 is always a pretty good advantage. And also, you can spread out. I mean, you can hide. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Like, it's not yeah. as simple as, like, I'm on fire. Like, you can, like, try to hide from them, snipe them, and, like, you're going to get intel from, from uh, you know, the person who's down. Yeah. So, and if you wait mm. till that capture point happens, if there are maps like that, oh right, yeah, oh, that would be yeah. one situation where you're like, oh okay, mm. I'm gonna have two guys flock to a capture point. I'm just gonna stand back and wait for them to jump in there. Boom. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. That's gonna be pretty easy. You make uh, a good point too. Is it gonna yeah. have that? Probably. They're gonna have to end the match. So do I just wait and I let jump in super powered yeah. against two? Oh, yeah. So um, it's gonna be cool to see. Things. I'm excited there's something new to play, but, you know, I think like we've seen with most events, it's like, it's nice. It's not supposed to be the Dark Below, or a big, huge release. Um, like you said, we want PvE, we want more. I think, let's talk about that just for a second. Like, it's fun and all, but everybody's saying it, right? We, we're we dying right now. There's exactly. not enough content, Give right? Exactly, content. Simple as that. Yep. Yeah. When do you, at this point, you know, where are you at on that, uh, Bife and CJ, like, are you guys ready to bounce to Division if it's awesome, you know, when it comes out, or new games, um, take a break? Or are you like, you've got a routine, you're fine. I mean, by obviously, you got to constantly. Mm -hmm. but, but meaning, are you kind of getting to a point where you, there's a change? or And when do you expect content? I expect content at that next big update, the game-changing thing that's apparently the whatever's coming later this year, the yeah, quote-unquote sure. biggest thing since the launch of The Taken King. Mm -hmm. For me, though, I mean, I am starting to really... I mean, that Division beta, I played some of it this afternoon, and I'm looking on it quite favorably, you know? It's it's no Destiny, it's completely different, and people say that you can compare the two, and I don't think you really can, but, uh, you know, I'm sitting here and I have a whole load of other games surrounding me that I could be playing, and, of course, could be making videos on. So, yeah. I mean, it gets tougher and tougher every day. But the good thing is that we've got news coming out about Destiny almost constantly. So even whilst I was, you know, I made my first Division video ever this afternoon, and then I realized that I couldn't actually upload that because I wanted to put something out about Crimson Days because we had information that we could share. So, you know, all of a sudden it, it's got this weird destiny thing right like you try and move away from the game but it keeps pulling you back in yeah you know it has That's you on a hook it. and it will yeah. just reel you back in let me just look up the definition for addiction here uh, <laughs> there it is there it is seriously right um okay let's move on to our next topic iron banner came out it's the rift new game mode um i decided to kick things off this week with uh, a little poll on that front so i pulled um you know the ign community out there and here are the results that we've got so far uh it's still a few more days left to vote if you're listening to this over the weekend and get a chance to play feel free to vote but it's been pretty unanimous since the beginning control capturing about 51 percent um clash capturing about 30 percent and rift 19 percent so i don't think anyone's surprised that rifts at the bottom but 20 percent i mean how did you expect that bife i've got cj playing um, so he's going to kind of provide some game footage. He might get a little distracted, but the idea was that I have something to watch on top of this. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? I actually, uh, I polled people using straw poll on Twitter at the very beginning, and I got, I kid you not, the exact same numbers. Really? In percentile. I'm not even joking. Wow. So Interesting. Uh, accurate. <laughs> That's what's kind of scary about it. Um, personally, I'm one of those people that actually really, really likes Rift, but only in the context of having a team. 
And I think that's like the biggest problem this highlights with Iron Banner, as always. Yeah, people like Control, people like Clash, but more often than not, when you're going into Iron Banner, you need to have a team in order to succeed. You can't go in and solo it. You've got to make sure that you have someone on your team that you trust. Go in with your raid team, go in with any number of people, and the experience becomes much better, as is the case with so many things in Destiny, right? What do you think? if you go solo, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. What do you think the best parts about Rift are for Iron Banner, if any, or and the worst parts? I think the worst part is the fact that because you've got your set sides on each map, it tends to be a little bit more spawn campy. So if a team has just done a humongous push in, let's say somebody's gone Stormcaller and got a breaker and four people are down, the other two are kind of rushing to get it, they score anyway, the enemy team can just sort of hang around in the base and mop, basically mop them up for another couple of 30 seconds. And potentially then, just while they pull back, they can grab the next spark, reform, and push again. And yeah. that's... It's a problem that only really happens if you're steamrolling in Rift anyway. Yeah. But it becomes this really nasty experience for the people who are, you know, being spawn-trapped in the base. And, you know, Rift does do an okay job of it because it'll spawn them, sort of, the team that's getting attacked you know, behind the defenders and a little closer to the spark so that they mm -hmm. can, you know, clear out the base and push back and it'll be even again. Yeah. But even so, that's one of the worst things. Best thing, though, <laughs> is that it's encouraging objective play. You know, in control, you can all sort of... I mean, I go in with my guys in Peasant Guard and we just sort of sit down and we're like, okay, look, just go ahead, focus on these two zones. No real tactics for the rest of the game aside from make sure you're killing the mats. Yeah. We've rift. There's so much more tactics on the front of save your super, wait for the push, make sure you can repel the enemy, and when everything comes together, it feels so good. Yeah. Like dunking a spark and killing three people, yeah. and then watching your teammate roll in with a golden gun and get like <laughs> a triple down himself, and then everybody pulling back and yeah, you know, realizing that you're yeah, like 8,000 points up or something. That yes. feels awesome. It does. Yeah, CJ is just about that right now. <laughs> um, yeah. I I like, will say about Riff, uh, yeah, I mean, when you're, each game mode kind of gives a different feel to a level. So it is one of those things where, yeah, they're calling it uh, seen enough here. Um, but there's, there's, there's something odd about how every game mode makes you play different ways per level. Like Trials did that, and you played certain levels, and you're like, wow, I, I didn't know this location or this line. And now Riff's doing the same thing. I played a bunch of different uh, games last night. And Titan bubbling over top of your own riff yeah. is a new thing. And I ran into that probably about bubble four times last time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, go away. But the this, Bubble Brothers. Yeah, this, yeah <laughs> you know what that's all about. <laughs> but, yeah, it's hard. And so that's the cool part about maybe, you know, whereas people are obviously not excited about Rift in comparison to other game types. But it's neat to see it on a context of, you know, your levels play into account. It's a new game mode. Mm -hmm. Different, you know, you know, year two maps included. So yeah, yeah it's good. For that yeah, I'm, I'm going back. And uh, by the way, CJ, thank you for playing on my account. No I problem. didn't ha plan that at all. KD um, ratio. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, at all. That FM3 getting that 9.0 <laughs> KD ratio. Thanks, CJ. And he was doing the podcast. <laughs> not right. bad. So yeah, my like, I'm going back to what I said on the first, um, you know, or the first time we were talking about it last week before we played it, and I'm like, let's just play it. Like it's something new. But now you really do see, and we got some feedback that I want to read over in the Fireteam Chat uh, podcast group, but you definitely see, like you're talking about, there's there's great parts and bad parts, and like sometimes I, I'd go in by myself, and it just kind of sucks. And it sucks when you're getting steamrolled, too. It's just not fun. Oh, yeah. you, you're basically, it feels to me like I'm going and I'm jumping into the furnace, and I keep oh. getting, like, you know, a new life, and I'm literally just repeatedly doing that. Um, mm -hmm. 
And so that, you know, when you're not on a team, that really can take its toll. So you got to get out there and find some teammates uh, to make oh, it better. Yeah. And you got to talk to each other. You just have to. Hmm. There's, There's no way. communication. Mm -hmm. But I do I actually. Oh, go ahead. Dan. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say the uh, the one other thing that I think is what's really sets Rift apart from all these things is if you're like 3000 points down in control or clash, the game is done. You know, you've lost. But in Rift, that is the difference of a single point scored. So really, I mean, that's another thing that I think a lot of players can gravitate towards is the fact that even if you join into a game and your team is a couple of thousand points down, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You can still really easily pull that game back and crush the enemy. Yeah. So good. I also like some of the potential cheaper, albeit teamwork that you can do as teammates. Like when you have to get like 2,500 points, they're just like, mm -hmm. grab the spark and they're protecting you just to get some points and like... It, it's weird because that changed the game a bit. Like, the objective in those moments is protect your teammate, um, which, mm. you know, uh, I was playing with a team, um, this guy Filth and Fury, that I played with last night, and it was nice to kind of experience some of that, too. Um, so I, I like uh, Rift overall, but definitely I don't want to see it a ton. Um, this only comes back once a month, and I feel like... Yeah, I feel like after, you know, day or two... Okay, cool. Glad I tried it, but I kind of want to play the other modes. So, so let's read a little feedback. I think segue you know one of the really interesting things i read was uh one guy here adnan uh Levatic, said why not make it a mix where it rotates to a random game mode or every day it's either control and then rift and then clash what do you guys think of a rotational per day approach maybe and if it did rotate how would you want it to rotate by why don't you go first i don't know if i'd like a rotation thing really? i think honestly like the reason I say that is because whenever somebody says, hey, we're going to do this one day and something else the next, and it's two things that you really can't compare, but both have their own kind of major assets to them, like in this case, Control, Clash, and Rift. Yeah. For me, I just sort of say, why not give us a choice of all three on every day of the week? And, you know, obviously the... Yeah, exactly. Like you can and, you choose know, which banner you wanted to join? Yeah, exactly. You know, go into your own separate sub-menu up the top of the Crucible thing, you select Iron Banner, and it's like, hey, you want Clash, Control, or Rift? And I mean, obviously the problem is connections and player uh, populations in each particular playlist, but still, I mean, offering players' choice is often the better route to take, I think. Yeah, I mean, that that's what we all want. Um, I mean, CJ, what do you think? If it's going to rotate, like, do you want just random? Do you want, like he said, to pick, if you could? Like... Yeah, I mean, I think they did that with Trials, on a level standpoint where that one time where they gave you different levels in trials which doesn't normally happen and that was kind of cool but some people liked it because it gave them various levels to try other people like oh i want to get good at one specific level so i think from a standpoint of just the experience of something new with rift is nice but um yeah i mean control still does kind of feel like you know the the mode mm -hmm. for you know that uh, level enable so i think so um raul meza on the the uh, group also had said, I like all three modes, but I would love to see zone control. There are too many tryhards in control who only worry about their KD and not the objective. I mean, going back to what you said before, Bife, do you think that that could be cool, or does that take away something for you? Uh, you know, if you can't, gosh, like, meaning do you like that high score based on the KD, I mean, you know? I, I'm one of those terrible D-bag um, players. <laughs> I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like total tryhard, you know. I will play the objective if needs be, but, you know, for me, it's... A thing about the Iron Banner is that it's very much a thing of... You are very specifically being told to defeat enemies. You're being told it's a thing of glory, it's a thing of honor, you know? Like, go ahead and go out there and beat things and prove that you are better than everyone else. 
And zone control, you know, it can foster that aspect to it, but I, it maybe it's just me. And also, zone control games, you have to consider, they are by far the longest crucible games out of any experience. It's It takes ages for one of those to finish, and that's good in some respects. You can get, like, 40 kills in a game if you yeah. know what you're doing, which is fun as hell. Jeez. And, you know, having the zones constantly flipping, it means that teams can come back if they really work together. Yeah. But, I mean... I Maybe that's the next test. I, I wouldn't be surprised I'd, I'd like to see it if it was just like zone control. Because you saw them throwing it in, uh, it seemed like... Maybe it was just me noticing it more, but it seemed more recently zone control was up there, uh, just in the rotation. Uh, a couple of last comments, which I think are interesting. Another one said... Um, it was uh, Augie Sanchez here for Rift. I feel like it should be its own event like SRL. Rift is like a sport in Destiny, so they should treat it that way. Make bounties around it, right? We've had some commentaries on that. The bounties don't seem to match up. That's me talking. And then he also went on to say, and get some sporty-looking gear. I mean, they already got teams' uh, shaders in the game. Um, that's interesting, like a Rift mode. He <laughs> wants some of that slender Sparrow gear yeah, there. Everybody does. Those, uh, those tights. Um, one more comment, though, uh, on the positive side. Uh, Oliver Abbott said, I was nervous going into Rift this week as a solo player, but I've been having a blast. The encounters are more exciting because there's more on the line. Grabbing, denying, escorting the spark. I like how the action is bottlenecked, bottlenecked at one spot. I still vote Control, though, because I love it so much, but I'm down for whatever they throw at me. Obviously, loves the game, was more than happy. Those are the 20%, you know, I think that are out there like, cool, bring it on, I love this game. You know, we're not all as picky as us. So, I think that's that. Uh, my, my basic review of it uh, was, like I said, I, I was happy a few, for a few days. I liked the rotation idea, personally. I liked Trials when it went to rotation, even though it had some downside. I especially liked the call of like a per-day thing. It would give me a reason to think about which days I want to play on. But you would have to think about the experience, because if you're waiting, you know, you're going to get stuck towards the end of probably playing that if you're really uh, you know, trying to gear up then. Um, any final advice, Bife, on uh, have you taken a good look at the weapons this week or anything in uh, Iron Banner? Any Iron Banner advice for the fans out there? Uh, really, I mean, it goes down to just a few kind of builds out there. Obviously, you're going to be looking at Last Word, uh, Mida, as far as exotic primaries are going. Those two are rocking the Crucible, as you'd expect. Yeah. Thankfully, no Thorn in Iron Banner <laughs> because of year one level advantages. <laughs> yeah. We dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you've got uh, Doctrine of Passing is going to be kicking ass. Uh, I've seen a few people using Pulses, but not nowhere yeah. near as many as Old Patch, obviously. Yeah. Snipers, yeah, Thousand Yard is going to be crazy as you'd expect, mm -hmm. and for obvious reasons. Uh, I see a lot of people using shotguns actually in Rift as well. Yeah. The, it surprises me, because like, the meta has really shifted away from those recently, but yeah. it's really fantastic just because the bases are all designed around as one of your uh, viewers and listeners pointed out earlier, those choke points, right? Mm -hmm. And that's really fantastic if you can pull enemies into a close quarter space. I mean, it's very easy just to go from grabbing one particular error and saying, I'm going to hold this down in CQC to take that and then go straight for the throat on an enemy group that's advancing. You can get easy triple downs doing that. And yep. you don't even need super or grenades or anything. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I was rolling out with the shotgun a little bit, and it's because, yeah, people are more distracted by that, that um, you know, spark and the rift and all. So, like, like you said, they draw in. They're not always paying attention to sort of behind them, uh, despite the radar being there. And so, yeah, I had some good opportunities to get some good kills on that. Uh, you can close in. I mean, CJ, uh, did, 
you got a good look. You're a fusion rifle fan. I am. I know you haven't got it yet, but you thought the the fusion looked pretty good from uh, looks, Lord Salad Bar, didn't you? Looks good. I am waiting for him to serve me up at uh, level five. I, I mean, the actual original role in it is really good. Um, it had uh, what roughly? Oh, it um, rifled barrel, rifled yes. barrel, hidden yeah. hand, and oh, hidden I hand. Can't remember the yes, last and ones. extra stability, I think, um, for yeah. some of it. Uh, and Hidden Hand was interesting because oh, you were... Hot Swap, I think, maybe. Yeah, Hot Swap was yeah. You were reminding me that Hidden Hand was better because... Well, just the way a fusion rifles work. They're not hit scan, so you kind of have to be aiming. So every bit of assistance you can get with fusion rifles is... Uh, yeah, it's always beneficial. So, yeah, it's kind of... I haven't tried it out yet. I'm, I'm, I'm almost rank 5, so that's yep. where I'm going tonight. And, yeah, if I can pick that up, I mean, even if I don't get an actual drop of it, what looks, you know, from the vendor is really good. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we're almost uh, at time for this week's show, but still some last... Any last thoughts that you guys forgot and wanted to put in there about either Crimson Doubles, Iron Banner, or you just want to get your, your say-so of what you want next? I mean... I, I'm interested in doubles. I mean, it is kind of, I think, one of these trials things that um, you're going to have a lot of people getting excited about those 2v1 moments. I think those will dominate YouTubes and plays yep. and stuff like that, you know? for the next little bit, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the next mm -hmm. few days. Bye. Honestly, uh, you know, I'm going to play Crimson Doubles. I'm going to sit down and jump into everything that we've got with this week's Iron Banner. I'm really looking forward to getting myself the PlayStation exclusive Bond, actually, for my yeah. Warlock. Me too. Because who doesn't like Flaming Wolves, you know? That's yeah. cool. Um, but no, I mean, really, honestly, the only thought that's running consistently through my Destiny experience is I just want more. I wish I had more <laughs> PvE experience. You know, I'm and... And it's cool, man. It's a good problem to have if you look at it. I mean, we could be at a stage where everybody just hates the game's guts for every single reason. We could be playing something that, you know, is worthy of a 0 out of 10. We're not playing that, but yeah. we just want more of it. And that's what's kind of frustrating. So that's my take on it, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I did uh, remember there's one last topic that we have to touch on. Uh, I can't believe I almost forgot it. Um, Pete Parsons being promoted to oh, yeah. CEO. Harold Ryan stepping uh, out. Any theories on what's going on there? I, I will say, for starters, very unfortunate and poor timing. And my theory is it was not... <laughs> just not a comfortable situation because why after all of this this timing right uh people want more content um rumors that the big release destiny 2 whatever it is is now delayed the whole community really is just there beating them up um you know things are broken you know it's just not the best time you know that you're uh, everything's like awesome and so out comes news that the president is leaving and there's no, nothing, no other information, not promoted to a place in Activision, not whatever, and Pete Parsons is now um, being uh, promoted. So I actually personally think that it wasn't... I, mean, I, I don't know Harold, by the way. I don't know uh, the impact that he had on the team there, but I will say I've seen a lot of these types of situations, and normally it's not as simple as, no, you wanted to move on. So that's my theory, purely a theory. What do you uh, think, Bife? I mean, I like The whole situation, out. really. I mean, I could, like pull out a tinfoil hat here and say yeah. anything. The, you're completely correct about the fact that there's turmoil in the community right now. I mean, people are livid for a whole number of reasons. We mentioned lack of content, but also, you know, there's the debacle with matchmaking and how the system was changed from connection to skill. Ultimately, I don't know if that's enough to force a president to resign. I mean, look at the previous debacles Destiny's had. We had the launch of Vanilla Destiny, which was 
I mean, let's let's be brutal about it. With a AAA game that was marketed as heavy as this, it was a little disastrous to see that. But people stuck around. People kept on going, and we didn't see Harold Ryan. I don't know what to make of it, honestly. And maybe it is the case that this was just the final straw. There's been some yeah. indications that they've been poor in a company communication, so maybe that points to it. But yeah, my word is as good as anyone's, man. So yeah, I mean, we don't know. That's the simple answer. Right? Absolute speculation. Um, but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like we just don't know exactly. But to me, it, it does point to something. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. And it, it does come with that unfortunate timing of. Rumors, complete rumors, because, you know, I don't have the source, but that communication in the company wasn't right, like you said, that maybe teams were not working well enough together, and that does come from leadership sometimes, so I'm not trying to sully um, Harold's career, I, I do not intend that, there's some great fans, there's people who've interviewed and met this man, no doubt, and uh, wish him the best, uh, for certain, but I also love Destiny. Bad timing. That's all I'm going to say. And so hopefully we find out more. And I really want to hear from Pete Parsons. I want him to, like, that's a perfect example where Destiny and this whole Activision monster doesn't quite come together. Why didn't Pete Parsons say a little bit more? Like, why? Mm. Almost nothing really was said, right? Mm. So that's my mean, thoughts on it. You know, that's, that's probably the one thing that I think, aside from more content obviously and getting a roadmap for 2016 that's another thing that destiny's community really has always cried out for is please be more consistent in fact you know what? i'll say this now because i've had so many opportunities to say it and i've missed it bring back the bungie mail sack you know huh, remember yeah. when people yes, used to yeah. send in questions and then bungie would literally pick them out of the mail sack mm -hmm. and answer them that was an amazing way of showing hey you have these issues we're listening to them let's go ahead and talk about these on the bungie weekly update see what we can solve here you know yep. that is a fantastic way of showing that you're listening to your community bungie needs to implement more of that bungie needs to show that they're being responsive and you know especially with the quashing rumors thing squash them faster it yeah. took a activision was the one that squashed the rumor about heavy ammo synthesis you know it yeah. took bungie much longer to reach out and say no it's not happening mm -hmm. like control the story let us know what's going on help us manage our expectations talk to us communicate right i, I can't put it any clearer than that man well hey that sometimes that starts at the top too. So maybe things will change now. Uh, maybe that's part of it. Maybe the team felt that they weren't saying enough. But again, I I don't know why I'm speculating so much that I normally am not a rumor monger. I'm telling you, this one was fresh meat for me. It just seems it seems off. So um, obviously, wish them the best. Can't wait to hear more. You, that's what we're all saying. We need oh, yeah. to hear more. Everybody's saying it. So please. Uh, Content. Get some news, right? Um, okay, we got to wrap up today's show. Bye, thank you so much for joining us. Taking time, it's like 1 a.m. over there now, I think, or something like that, right? Uh, it's pretty Push early, it. but I'm used <laughs> yeah. to it. It's early for this yeah, guy. He's, um, he's being kind. Why don't you tell everybody where uh, they can find you? Um, you can go ahead and find me if you just search My Name is Bife in YouTube. Alternatively, the URL is youtube.com slash reachforgenetwork. I'm also on Twitter at Inside Destiny. And, mm -hmm. of course, you can catch me if you want to see more podcasting action on Guardian Radio, which runs. We do it actually streaming it live on Twitch as well as going on iTunes and awesome. RSS feeds and whatnot. You can go ahead and find us uh, every single week, Monday night, 8.30pm Eastern Standard Time. Guardians and of D, right? Uh, the Twitch channel is uh, twitch.tv slash guardian radio if I'm not mistaken right. but guardians of D is our Twitter handle that's right so, yeah. yeah and in fact that's how I kind of reached out to uh, Mark over there and he kind of put me in touch with you you know I kind of just 
wanted to collaborate with them. Uh, Everybody loves Gardens of Ra- Guardians of uh, Guardian Radio, as well as I was going to say Planet Destiny and uh, all the other folks out there. We like the community okay. that's out there. So thank you for joining us, by CJ. Uh, would love to have you back on the show sometime. Destin Appreciate will be it. back though, thank uh, you. and so we'll have to you know figure out what's next. Finnegan as well was down. I should have mentioned. Sorry, Sean, if you're listening, I should have mentioned you were down there <laughs> at Pack South too. I was just like. <laughs> I was ready to talk about Crimson Double. So one last thing that I wanted to bring up on the show is actually about IGN's app experience. We have been in the Apple TV store, and uh, the new Apple TV is out, but we released an update. We're featured on the store this week, it looks like. So check it out. I got a good feel of that experience. If you've got the new Apple TV, man, it's nice. It's nice watching Fireteam chat on there, so it's great. Um, Be sure to check out that app and give the app a review if you're on Apple TV, but obviously as it pertains to Fireteam chat, wherever you're listening or watching, it drop us a review get in the comments and thank you guys so much for watching and listening and uh we will be back next week as always and james we do a little thing here i don't know if you can time it over skype we're gonna give it a shot we'll see so until next time guardians Guardians out guardians out. yeah you still were the last one (laughs) delay that was great no this all right thanks Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No, she was sent here anonymously. Mm-mm, not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every night.